Welcome to this week's episode of Walking with the Master. My name is Ken Winter, and this week's episode is entitled, The Goodness of God. It is all too easy for us to lose sight of the grace, mercy, and goodness God extends to us each and every day of our lives. We can so easily develop a mindset of entitlement. We can begin to think we deserve every good thing we have, as well as every good thing we don't have. We can act as if God's role is to serve us instead of the other way around. We can easily forget that every good and perfect gift comes from Him. One day, 70 years after God led the Israelites out of Egypt, their leader, Joshua, assembled them for what would be his last time. He reminded them that 70 years earlier, they had been the property of their Egyptian masters. They had possessed very little, if anything, that they could call their own. They had taken their direction from the Egyptian pharaoh, his government, and their masters. Egypt had been built, fed, and maintained through the strain of their backs and the sweat of their brow. The only act of service they were not permitted to perform was to serve in the Egyptian army, for fear by their masters that armed Israelites would turn against them. Their worth was judged by their masters based upon the crops they harvested, the bricks they made, the edifices they built, and the roads they constructed. Their Egyptian masters had no recollection of Joseph or the contribution his leadership had made to their success as a nation. All they knew about the Israelites was that they were property, to be owned and labor to be expended. Some of the leaders that Joshua was speaking to on this day, those over 70 years of age, had been young children in Egypt. Some of the very oldest would have been teenagers when they left Egypt. They had some faint recollection of those days. Those who were older than their mid-70s would have remembered the day of the great exodus, the excitement, the activity, the sense of relief, the chains and shackles of slavery, having finally been cast off. Those over 30 years of age, but under 70, had no recollection of Egypt whatsoever. They had been born in the wilderness. Their earliest memories were as a nomadic people, living in portable tents, moving from place to place, eating manna and meats, fruits and vegetables that they were able to bring on the journey with them or forage along the way. They had no concept of home in those early years. They were continually on the move. They had heard from as early of an age as they could recall about a promised land, a place where they were going, that would one day be their home. But for most, throughout those years of wondering, the promised land had seemed like an elusive dream. Those over their mid-thirties remembered that great day when they finally walked across the dry riverbed of the Jordan River and stepped foot for the first time on the land that God had given them, the promised land. And they remembered that feeling. We are finally home. They acutely remembered the battles with the 33 kings of Canaan over those first seven years as they took possession of the land that God had given them for their home. They remembered even those from among them who had been killed in those battles. 
those gathered before Joshua, who were under 30 years of age, had been born in the Promised Land. They had no recollection of Egypt or the wilderness. They had always been at home there in the Promised Land. They didn't really know what it meant to be a slave. They had never tasted manna. They had heard about the great miracles of God, the plagues in Egypt, the parting of the Red Sea, the water gushing forth from rock, the stopping of the waters of the Jordan, the collapse of the walls at Jericho, and even the sun standing still over Gibeon. But they had only heard about them. They had not witnessed them firsthand. And now Joshua had assembled all the tribes at Shechem, near his home in the hill country of Ephraim. This would be his last time to assemble them and speak to them as their leader. He wanted to remind them of the faithfulness of their Lord God Jehovah, specifically in three ways. First, he reminded them of the victories in battle which God had given them, which they had not earned. The victories had not been the result of great military strategy and planning. Joshua could bear witness firsthand on that account. No matter how good of a military strategist or leader he was, the victories had nothing to do with it. It was not their swords or their bows or even their strength and fighting ability. Yes, they had fought hard. They had fought valiantly. They had been relentless in pursuit and efficient in their execution. But none of that is what had won the day. It was the sovereign and mighty hand of the Almighty God. None of their effort would have mattered one iota if God had not gone before them. They could take no pride in their victories, only thanksgiving. Because the victories were not the result of their efforts. They were from the hand of the Almighty God. The victories were not earned. They were granted by God. They were not achieved by strength. They were received through the grace of God. They, who had never been permitted to defend themselves in Egypt, had been victorious in Canaan by the grace and strength of Jehovah God. Second, they were living in towns, those they now called home, which they had not built. A people who as slaves had nothing now had been given homes that were already built and furnished for them. They did not work for their homes or their towns. Their hands had not built them. God had prepared them through others and now had freely given them to his people. Third, they were eating from vineyards and groves in which they did not plant. God sustained them through their Egyptian taskmasters, cared for them throughout the wilderness, and now provided for them through plantings which they now called their own, even though they had never planted them. They were feeding from the fruit that others had planted, all in God's sovereignty, and all by his grace. So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly, Joshua declared to them. Just like the Israelites, we too are slaves and wanderers. We have been slaves to our sin, wandering in our disobedience. And it is only by God's grace that he extended to us the promise of eternal life through his Son. He alone has given us victory over sin and death. No matter how hard we try, we can't accomplish it on our own. 
He alone has prepared a place for us, a place that is our home with him. And as the giver of life, it is a place where he will sustain us. Yes, that victory and that town and those vineyards and groves are with him in eternity. But they are also in the here and now. All that we currently have is from him. Victory over sin, the victorious life that is ours to live, the towns and homes in which he has placed us to be salt and light, and the vineyards and groves on which he produces fruit that sustains and fruit that multiplies through us. We, too, are living in towns we did not build, because the Master has placed us here out of his goodness and grace. As the songwriters wrote, all that we have is from him, including the very breath in our lungs. He has held us in his hands for all of our days. Let us tell of his wonderful goodness. Let us lift our voices and hearts to him. And may he find us faithful with all that he has entrusted to us. And may we serve him wholeheartedly. You can read the text of what Joshua said to the people in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verses 1 through 14, or listen to the text on your Bible app. I referenced a song toward the conclusion of this episode, Goodness of God. You can find the lyrics for the song at the conclusion of this week's blog post on my website. I've also included a link to the lyrics video on YouTube. I invite you to pull up the song and listen to the lyrics. Portions of this episode have been taken from chapter 38 of my book, Possessing the Promise. Information about the book can be found on my website, kenwinter.org. Thanks for joining me this week, and I hope you'll do so again next week, as together we walk with the Master.